Okay. Yeah. Should we start? Let's start, mate. All right. <laughs> if we must. It's uh, going to be quite an exciting episode this week's The David Eagle Podcast, Ellie. Yes. Uh, this is my first The David Eagle Podcast since we've had the vaccination. Oh, yeah. Very exciting stuff. So yeah. we, we had the vaccine. I had the vaccination earlier today. This is going to be quite interesting if... Uh, I don't know if there's any side effects or anything like that. Hopefully we'll make it through the podcast. But, I mean, obviously... Without the, fainting or anything. The, the podcast is now sponsored by Microsoft. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a very interesting, all that conspiracy theory nonsense about Bill Gates microchipping us. It's absolute nonsense. All I have, <laughs> I don't have anything. I just have a slightly itchy arm. Other than that, no side effects at all. Actually, I need to give it a bit of a scratch now, actually. I'll just... Uh, oh, dear. Oh, oh, my God. What's happened to you? <laughs> oh, no. What have they put in you? That's a new feature. What have they put in you? Um, that's for the video. Um, there you go. With that bit of blistering satire, let the podcast begin. Previously on the David Eagle Podcast. I might unzip my dress a bit and release my boobs. Oh, that is very black. It's a really claggy mouth. I was quite disturbed. UB40. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You want to be a state agent, actually. That's our big passion in life. Are you kicking? Yes. Oh, I do that from time to time. Is it all? Oh, you're not oh, hazard. Aren't you a comedian? <laughs> I've got to use that as the soundbite. Are you a comedian? No, it's so funny, though. <laughs> That's got to be on the previous thing on the David Eagle podcast. Now it's time for the podcast presented by a man who has not had sexual relations with a dog. It's the David Eagle podcast. Guilty as charged, <laughs> my friends. I am David Eagle. I have not had sexual relations with the dog. We established that last week on the David Eagle podcast. Uh, if you missed that, I was quite well timed actually. I said I did not have sexual relations on the, and then there was like the uh, song went woo, <laughs> sounded a little bit like a howling puppy, perhaps. Well, maybe not puppy. That seems you know we don't mind you making jokes about having sex with the dog, but let's make sure that the dog is of age, David. <laughs> Ellie Skinner. Hello. Welcome back. She was not there last week. No. I just did a little podcast by myself last week. Special treat for you. Yeah. Uh, but it's back to the uh, the same old, same old now. Talking to the same old, same old, it's quite uh, Well, it sort of is the same old a little bit because we're, we're bringing back a feature by popular demand. Mm. I say by popular demand. I, I saw Carl, regular listener Carl, last week because he came to our gig at uh, Swaledale Festival and he said he's a bit disappointed that Herbal Tea of the Week is departed and he wants it brought back <laughs> and I thought well, Carl you know I've got to tell stories about not having sex with the dog you know the herbal tea of the week can surely wait but no no he wants herbal tea of the week brought back and we have so few listeners that really we have to listen to the, the demands of, the, of one listener so <laughs> herbal tea of the week well it was coming back anyway to yeah. be honest so we are bringing it back we need to bring it back now because uh, we've got a special summer category of herbal tea of the week mm. in fact it was only today that we've come up with another category that we're going to do in a few months' time, but uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I was going to say, hold your horses, but we don't want to go down that route again. Uh, it's still in the room. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> that is brilliant. Ellie just, I don't know if you heard that, she just, she turned in my direction, which you, something you wouldn't have heard necessarily, although it is in stereo, so actually you might notice if she tilts her head to the left or the right, do a little experiment if you like. I'm on the left now and I'm moving over to the right. There you go, no expense spared, isn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> she turned her head towards me. She did a big inhale of breath, which suggested that she wanted to say something. So I turned to her and said, what? And she goes, no. So, I don't want... think I was going to say anything. Oh, right. It was just a big inhale of breath and yeah, you just, just turned breathing. to me. You just turned to me and you were, you were stunned. You well, were, sometimes I look you were... at you as you're speaking. And it makes you feel breathless because you look at me and you go, my God, I can't believe this is, this is my life. This is happening. I understand, Ellie. That um, is what I think, but not necessarily with that infection. God, well, I didn't this know is my you, life. This I didn't is know you happening. wanted to talk about your infection. <laughs> you know, you put some cream on it and it should be fine. Do you know what uh, was really heartwarming? Oh. The number of people who really missed me last week, nobody, nobody <laughs> said anything. Carl did come up and he said there's something missing from the podcast and I thought, oh, he's going to refer to Ellie, but oh, no, 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 no mention of Ellie. Tea. It was herbal tea that he once brought back, <laughs> which I think was where, where we were. We were just announcing the fact that the new category for herbal tea of the yes. week and we haven't actually done that yet we've been talking for three minutes since that point <laughs> I noticed this a lot of people's podcasts they seem to spend ten minutes just telling you what's coming up and doing all of the admin we sort of do that but I like to think there's a little bit more kind of to and fro and giving and taking maybe but <laughs> you'll see all of that on the video if you, if you watch the video the to and the fro and the giving and the taking um, and it's amazing that we managed to be so professional and uh, that's why she uh, at the big inhalation of breath um, <laughs> let the cat out of the bag well let's not bring cat into it. It's bad enough with the dogs and the horses. But uh, we've established that Herbal Tea of the Week is back by popular demand. For the next few weeks we're going to venture into the world of cold brews. There's going to be a change to Herbal Tea of the Week. I think Carl will be rather pleased with that change. Cassette Roulette! What will be housed on this week's mystery cassette? Mm. We'll find out as Ellie puts her hand in my big box, pulls out a cassette and we play whatever is on that cassette. The return of our feature, Spammer Time. Ellie will be reading out a spam email. And the return of Potato News. It had a week off last week. But how will our potatoes be faring? We'll find out in Potato News. All that and more. Coming up on this week's The David Eagle Podcast. You hit me on the shoulder again. Seeing you went to go in. Well, I did work out that... <laughs> yeah, but it would have been... I felt it, I felt it would be too much of a pause. Too much pause. That's That was the problem with the dog. That's, uh, <laughs> all that and coming up on this week's The David Eagle. <laughs> with me, David Eagle, and... Me and his <laughs> Excellent. Seamlessly done, Ellie. Well done. Ever <laughs> well, the professional. That was strange because you started off by tapping me on the shoulder and then just. Well, you, said you, did, it. you said you didn't need me to. Well, I didn't. So but now it you was know. Just... It's a lot easier when I tap you on the shoulder because you know when to come in. Mm. <laughs> 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 ah, you can make your own jokes, listeners. Mary's <laughs> been in touch. What's she been saying, Ellie? She commented on the last post. What? Uh, on. Yeah. Interesting. Imagine if, on Remembrance Sunday, they forgot the trumpet. So you what? You forgot the trumpet. The irony is it's Remembrance Sunday. I forgot. And so someone has to just do it with a mouth. (laughs) Because you can do a good mouth trumpet, but the trouble is, you can only do a good mouth trumpet for like funny things, can't you? Yeah. But I don't think you could get away with doing the last post on the no. mouth trumpet. Because even if you were absolutely brilliant at the mouth trumpet, even if you could do a sort of a, a more sanguine, sedate version, I just don't think you'd be able to pull it off. I mean, I'll do my best. Okay. My best one. <clears throat> That'll be the first problem. Okay. <laughs> 
Too bad. <laughs> but Mary's not talking about them. She's not talking about that Last either, no. no. Right. Yeah, Mary has commented on Instagram that she is really enjoying her new role in the podcasts. She says, Chloe of Dollop fame and I should set up a very specific members club. Yeah, Chloe was the sexual deviant of 2016's <laughs> Dollop series. Yeah, well, I did say that I was glad that she was enjoying it and that I'm concerned every time I meant you mention her, I think she's going to freak out and then we'll lose 15% of our listenership. But she's responded saying, no, not at all. It takes a lot to freak her out and so she's setting that as a challenge for oh. you. We also had Slatteroo saying the awkward toilet moment is the name of her new metal band because you've mm. put about your John an Robbins. Awkward, we had an awkward yeah. toilet moment with John Robbins. Awkward toilet moment. No, Bibs are really a one. Let's jump peel. And now, in session, awkward toilet moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this one that's farted? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's a bit disrespectful, this. Um, But that wasn't the only comment that Mary left, was it? She commented on our conversation about wheeze and poos. I'd forgotten about that. Hang Mm. on a second. Oh, dear. Oh, I've just got a notification that you've got a new comment mentioning you, David. The show in Liverpool was a success considering the chaotic start. The acts were fantastic. David Eagle destroyed the group of chatty girls to the point they fucked off. We'll talk more about this <laughs> next week because I'm going to play you a clip. But yeah, last night's gig at Liverpool was weird. There was just <laughs> some girls who just sat at the front and just had a really loud conversation. One of the girls had lost their phone and they just kept, I've lost me phone! I've lost me phone! <laughs> She found her phone. I found it now. So loud and so talkative. So I turned to what the woman and said, you don't even need a phone. Your voice is that loud. It'll be carry anywhere anyway. <laughs> I can't remember what I said, but I asked her a question. And then she said, I don't know what to say. And I was like, well, don't say anything. That's the whole point. Like, have you not got taken the hint? Like, people are basically, we've been telling you not to speak for the last 15 minutes. Then you go, I don't know what you want me to say. I don't want you to say anything. So at that point, everyone cheered. When are you finished? I'm going, when are you finished? I'll come back when you're finished. So I said, oh, I'll be finished in 2027, now piss off. And then everyone cheered <laughs> at that. And so they went, like, but properly complaining. I don't know who he thinks he is. I'm, like, I'm, the, I'm the person being booked. I'm the act on stage. To perform. And the <laughs> microphone isn't, he's surely a clue. I'm not like an antisocial person who's just rocked up and just started talking. Very strange night. But I've got a clip that I'm going to play next week because there was someone with the most absolutely ridiculous laugh. So that's something to look forward to next yeah. week. But I mean, bloody <laughs> We're teasing what's coming up on next week's podcast now. I have found the comment. Yeah, so Mary was reacting to the episode Fuck the Hippo and she said, ironically, having complained of your... I mean, I'm sorry, I've just realised and it never crossed my mind. So two weeks ago we had a podcast called Fuck the Hippo, which had nothing to do with fucking hippos, by the way. And then last week's was I did not have sexual relations with that dog. (laughs) 
So, yeah, she says, it's difficult but possible to train yourself to wee and poo separately and it's really useful when you're using a small compost toilet because too much wee makes it smell worse and everything becomes too damp. The poo mixes with the sawdust nicely, no problems, but it's easier and better to wee on some grass nearby instead. Camping tips. That makes sense. You're still doing a wee and a poo at the same time. You're just separating. Yeah, you're delaying the poo. Now, because we, we posited the question, listeners, yeah. you can say the words like posited to every trying to make it sound fancy, <laughs> but you're essentially talking about weeing and pooing. Can you have a poo without having a wee? And Ellie seemed to believe not, but Mary is saying the opposite there. But if you need to wee on grass first and then go to your compost toilet and have your poo, then you do essentially have the two things together. Sort of, yeah. It's I think just held off a bit. In order to really make this work, you'd have to have a poo and I think wait half an hour before you have a wee. Or I don't think that's 10 possible. Minutes. But you don't think that's possible. I don't think that's possible. Anyway, so last week, Ellie, yeah. or a couple of weeks ago, I played a clip of me getting angry because mm. I was trying to re- read a blog and it was something I found about, I think it was like four years ago or something I'd recorded this. It was while I was in my cupboard where yeah. I used to record that had sheets all around to sort of acoustically treat everything. Loads of clothes in as well, hanging up on coat hangers. But it was very confined, so one move could send the sheets just collapsing on me. Anyway, so we played a clip of that last week. I found another clip that I'd like to play you. So I know that you have done some clandestine recordings, which I've still not heard yet. There's one of me coming home drunk. There's another of me doing a quiz and getting quite competitive over watching something. So I think we'll come to those next week, but I thought since I've got this on my hard drive, we'll play a little bit of this, and I hope that people will enjoy it. It's quite a slapstick. Ah, just pulled the... What did I do that for? What an idiot. I just pulled the blanket off the top of the cupboard there, which I use for, for acoustic treatment. Oh, oh, I'm going to have to put the braille machine down now. So the braille display is what mm. I'm reading from, listeners. But now I've got to put that down so that I can um, get the sheets adjusted again. But this is such a small room, so now if I've got to stand up and put the braille machine down, I'm likely to knock something else over here. Oh, bloody hell! Oh, now you stay where you are. Now pick the braille machine back up. I want to get a chair in here to make it easier to read. Right. I'm going to put this down. Don't worry, I'm just talking about the microphone stand. Just in case you're worried that I always sacrifice a dog before reading a blog post. <laughs> sacrifice a dog, read the blog. That's my motto. Oh, now the, that's not me doing that noise, that's the <laughs> microphone. Oh, bloody hell. Just knocked over a table. Coming back in with a chair. Right, what am I doing? Right, I've got the chair. I can't get in. Ah, oh, the chair's on top of the braille display. <laughs> <sighs> There's no room. I mean, it's such a small cupboard, isn't it? It is really small. So, it's, it's, it's really uh, a tight squeeze. <sighs> There's no room. <sighs> now I've got one. I've got the braille display in one end. I've got to put it down somewhere. Oh, bloody hell, what's going on now? Uh, oh, the hell, the chair's on top of the headphones now. <laughs> oh! Bloody hell. Hang on, hang on. Oh, what's happened here? <laughs> oh, I've pulled all the... I've pulled the sheet down <laughs> on the... Oh, now I've dropped the pop shield. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I've got to put the sheet back on. What have I done now? Oh, the wire's all wrapped around the chair. Of course it is. <laughs> Where the hell are the actual headphones, though? Oh, they've got tangled up in some more sheets. 
Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> oh, it's all caught around the bloody... Right, I need to unplug the headphones. I mean, in fairness, I am quite calm for this yeah, one, aren't yeah. I? Oh, and I've got the chair on the... Right there. I need to disconnect the headphones and then I can... Oh, fuck, the blanket's <laughs> fallen down. <laughs> <sighs> Bloody hell. <laughs> <sighs> Got to stand up again. Let me put this blanket back. <laughs> that you're narrating it to yourself right, as well. what have we got going on? We've got a blanket which needs putting up. I think I'm partly talking it through because it's quite a bit of a puzzle to work out what needs yeah. to go where so things don't fall down because yeah. I've got to put the chair somewhere but there's no room for it so I'm trying to work it out in my head. We've got a chair which is still wrapped around the headphones. <laughs> Come on, little blighter. Bye, Timothy. <laughs> right, we're ready. Oh, now Ellie's calling. Oh, bloody hell. Hang on. Oh! So there you go, Ellie. Oh, blimey. And then just as I say, right, we're ready, Ellie calls. <laughs> Even back then, in the early days, Ellie, you were managing to get in the way of the podcast. Yep. Spam attack! Ellie! Sorry! What happened there? I was bringing up the email. Oh, so you knew it was happening. That was... So it was impressive. <laughs> That your brain went, right, quick, get the email. I know what's coming up, but you forgot to do the jingle. <laughs> Spam time! Ah, you junk, you junk, you silly old fool. It's so plain to see. You're clearly a scam artist. After me, money. Well, it's many an email I've received, a hundred thousand more. But a Nigerian prince with a yahoo.co.uk address I never did see before. Everyone's favourite bit? Like who? <laughs> <laughs> a little snort there. The title of the email is Loan Offer, but the word offer is spelt off or. Really? Yeah. Loan Offer. So, two words so far, <laughs> and they've managed to get the second one wrong. And this is emailing me to see if I want a loan. Yeah. I'm not sure if... Already, I'm not sure about trusting these people. Is there anything they can say to make me feel a bit more comfortable, Ellie? Well, I think if I read their name, I would oh. feel a bit more comfortable because we've got an email from God-fearing person. Oh, well, if it's a God-fearing person, yeah. then that's, that's fine. Yeah. They're not going to be scamming anyone, are they, if they're God-fearing? No, no, exactly. This scammer's thought, well, this is a way of proving, I suppose, that I'm a, a trustworthy person because I'm a God-fearing person. Yeah. That's what you think of when you want a loan. You go to the bank and you say, oh, there is just one thing, actually, before yeah. I get this loan. Are you a God-fearing person? OK, then, let's see what this loan off all has got to offer us. <laughs> off all us. Attention, we offer loan. I am a consultant to investment company. I seek for beneficial projects for the organisation, seeking means of expanding and relocating our business interest abroad in the following sectors. I'm going to have to breathe because that was one long sentence. The following sectors, oil slash gas, gas has a capital letter, oil doesn't, banking, real estate, stocks, speculation and mining, transportation, health sector and tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? As if the two... It sounds like the two are together. They're, well, they are very interlinked, Health aren't they? sector and tobacco. <laughs> in fact, what we can do is we can invest in the tobacco industry and then you'll need more investment in the health sector. So it's yeah. absolutely perfect. I mean, he's a God-fearing person, yeah. but he's happy to offer loans to the tobacco industry. Yeah. Not sure about that. And we haven't even finished the sectors yet. We've got communication services, agriculture, forestry and fishing, comma... Thus, any sector. <laughs> so, he could have just said, basically, to be honest, I'm not bothered, yeah. any sector. But he's given a list of 16, even ones that directly oppose the other one. Yeah. We are ready to fund projects. We grant loan. The terms are very flexible and interesting. <laughs> interesting. Because that's what you look for, isn't it? You're like, look, I don't want this loan to be boring. You know, let's make it interesting. What can you do? It's like, well, we can throw in a, a complimentary guinea pig. Mm. Oh, brilliant. Excellent. <laughs> of course, people are thinking, of course, that's the first thing you went for, David, throwing in an animal. What do you want to do with that animal? Unbelievable. <laughs> Kindly revert back if you have projects that needs funding for further revert. discussion and negotiation. If you're part of real estate, forestry and tobacco, then you could email sajwani underscore haddad at yahoo.com. Because that's what you want. Again, if you're doing a loan, someone with a yahoo.com address really gives you a lot of faith. Well, thank you very much, God-fearing person. (laughs) Ellie, I hadn't thought before, but this jingle, the Spammertime jingle, it can work both as an intro and an outro. Because if you think about it, stop Spammertime, we're going to stop Spammertime. Because time. it is time. So and then we've got our outro yeah. as well. Oh. Cool. Spammer time. There you go. Put your hand in my big box. Pull out a cassette. We have no idea right now what's on it yet. But then we press play. We'll hear what we get. It's time to play a game we call Cassette Roulette. Over to you, Ellie. Come on. <laughs> One more time. We're going to give it a go. I'll do I'll start you off. <laughs> Over to you, Ellie. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful stuff there. <laughs> it's time to play cassette roulette. Ellie Skinner has a big box. And that is the sound of me banging. Oh. That's, we'll just use that for the video trail. That'll get people excited. They'll be very disappointed when they tune in. Won't you, Mary? Hey? That's oh. on me banging on the lid of said box, but let's lift the lid. Oh, and then we'll lift the lid of what's on the cassette once Ellie has pulled out a cassette from said box. Okay, I'm not looking. Doesn't matter if you look because you don't know what's on it. That's true. Um, I didn't want to be swayed in case like some have got labels on. I don't or think I have. I don't think I bought the swayed album on the cassette. Uh-huh. Okay, I've shook. I've shook the cassette and the microphone there just to provide um, some extra audio drama for you. I was going to say for the blind listeners, but <laughs> that's for any listener. <laughs> of course. Oh, there you go. So the blind listeners there. <laughs> Hope you appreciated that. Now, what kind of a cassette are we dealing with we here, Ali? We've got a TDK FE Ferric 90. Okay, 90. Low noise, high output. Oh, well, let's hope it is high output. As usual, what's going to happen is I'm going to go and digitise the cassette so Ellie will return once that's happened. I'm going to find some choice highlights. We'll play it here. Here. 
on cassette roulette. Time to play a game we call cassette roulette. 1999, Ellie. Yeah. Is where we are. It's a popular year for cassette roulette. Mm. This is uh, more recordings from the radio, all commercial radio. We've got some adverts that I'm going to play you. But before that, on TFM, which we've come to many a time on Cassette Roulette, the local radio station for Teesside, they've got a DJ who's doing some mixing Ooh. on a Friday or a Saturday night. But this is a rather sloppy mix from, uh, from this particular DJ here on TFM. I don't like that. I mean, the first thing is, it's just slightly... It's got one slightly behind the beat. Yeah. And rather than just go, oh, I'll just get that back in, he's just left it. He's just put two songs that have got no chords the same mm. and are in completely different keys. He just slapped them on top of each other. Saturday Night Kiss with me, Dave Lambert, on 96.6 TFM. It's Fridge 2, and an angel. That is definitely building up a bit of a head of steam. I've been hearing that all over the place. All over the place indeed, my friend. This is your mm. DJing. But uh, anyway, Dave Lambert, apparently he's called. So name and shame there. I don't know what he's doing these days. No ifs, no buts, just a genuine 60% discount on every quality window or door from Seastell UK. What's the catch? There is no catch, just place your own... Well, I mean, I have to say, you don't want a window without a catch. No wonder it's 60% off if the windows haven't got any catches. So that's the first problem with it. On every quality window or door from Seastell UK. What's the catch? There is no catch, just place your order now to be fitted in January and that means we can try to make sure our fitters have enough work in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> so it's odd because it's quite a strange route to take, isn't it? Yeah. Because wherever you buy from, you're always going to give someone some work. So if you get from another window company, you're giving them work. So I just don't quite understand it. It's like, come on, give our lads some work. Come on, fair's fair. Real good. <laughs> come on, fair's fair. Come on, wait. And that means we can try to make sure our fitters have enough work in the new year. Come on, fair's fair. We'll give you 60% discount, free fire escape pinches and free fitting. You give our fitters some work. That's quite an oddly worded advert, I think. That's quite odd. It's like me saying, come on, listen to the David Eagle podcast. You know, it's for my ego, for goodness sake. <laughs> come on, fair's fair. We've all heard a lot of crazy stories about the Millennium Bug and... So this <laughs> one is... It's weird. So the Millennium Bug essentially was something that just didn't happen, wasn't it? In the main. Yeah. Everyone was worried about the millennium bug and it didn't happen but anyway we've all heard a lot of crazy stories about the millennium bug and the chaos it could cause in the new year planes falling out of the sky microwaves exploding cash machines not working <laughs> <laughs> often in like speech writing and that kind of thing you know you have like the rule of three uh, in comedy as well you know and the third thing that's got to be the big one that's got to yeah. be the big topper so he goes planes falling from the sky that's crazy microwaves exploding Exploding. So he's got his third one, cash machines. And you're thinking, oh, what's, what's going to happen with the cash machines? Not working. <laughs> I mean, that is lazy writing there. Well, it's time to sort out the facts from the fiction. From the 8th of November, a free booklet will be coming through your door. It's called What Everyone Should Know About the Millennium Bug. It's produced by Action 2000 and published by the government. So look out for it, keep it, get the facts and act on them, and make sure you have a happy, bug-free New Year. So I wonder 
what was in that. I wonder yeah. what advice was given there. Because essentially, in our house, we did nothing. All the computers, the computers just kept working. The fridge kept working. The microwave didn't explode. Our private plane didn't fall from the sky. It was all absolutely fine. So I don't think really anything happened with the Millennium Bugs. I'd love to know what that actually said. Maybe we can find that out somewhere. Years from now, people will ask where you were at the turn of the millennium. And this is the answer you'll want to give. The Tall Trees 12-hour millennium experience. Just choose the once-in-a-lifetime Tall Trees 12-hour millennium experience above anything else. All drinks will be normal prices and tickets are £100, including £25 drink voucher and a free mobile phone with free connection. Cool. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so you sign up for this night, you know, you pay £100. I mean, it's quite odd saying, oh, yeah, just pay £100 and we'll give you a free mobile phone. So you pay £100, they give you £25 drinks voucher, mm. and then you get a free mobile phone, which sounds like a good offer until the fact that you can't use it about three hours later because yeah. it falls victim to the Millennium Bug. <laughs> Call the Tall Trees ticket line now on 781-050 and guarantee your place in history. Your place in history, I think, is stretching it a bit yeah. far, isn't it? If you said, what are you doing at the Millennium? And I said, oh, I was at the Tall Trees nightclub in Yarm. You go, bloody hell, mate. <laughs> you, you guaranteed your place in history, didn't you? Tom Welsh and his family have been taking their cars to be serviced at Jennings Ford for over 20 years now. Why? We find it when you come here, the, the staff's always pleasant, no to bother. And you've got the personal touch, they always call you by first name, hello Tom, what's the problem? Can you get it over or will we come see it? And there's people I know who've had bumps, repair damage things. I mean, they're called women. There's people I know who've had bumps, repair damage, things like that, and they've been hanging on for three months in different garages. And never I just find it, I mean, it's like, it just sounds like a children in need, like, advert or something, doesn't it? Yeah. And the music underneath it is so slow, and it's like, and at the moment, he's not said, like, oh, the, the service is, like, really speedy, the back, get me back on the road really quickly, <laughs> and the way he's talking... Really efficient, nothing, yeah. And the way he's talking as well, it's like, oh, they always, every time I'm there, I'm, how you doing, Tom? I'm like, if they know your first name, just by coming in the garage, it suggests that this is a pretty <laughs> shit garage, doesn't it? I mean, oh, you're back again, are you? Oh, they're absolutely brilliant. I mean, every week I'm in there, they know me by my name, you know, first name they say. With these little garages, you don't have the backup. But I've you didn't have the backup. Oh, sad man. You remember the deal for the advert? Get me more drink. That was the deal. Yeah, but you were meant to not drink while the advert was going on, Tom. Oh. <laughs> done here, you didn't have the back. But I've always had mine done here. Jennings Ford, your first choice for Ford. Who are you? Where have you come <laughs> from? Today and yesterday. Between today and yesterday. So, what are you doing tomorrow? It's like a million years. What? What? Wouldn't. What's that it's mean? really not. The gap between... between today and yesterday is like a million years. Just two weeks ago, I thought. Oh God! Mm. So here's a one for Auto Trader magazine. I don't know how they've done this, but they've managed to find two people who have got the most annoying voices. <laughs> it's as if they deliberately found two people with the most annoying voices. I don't know how they managed this. Just two weeks ago, I thought buying a car would be too much money, too much hassle, and take up too much of my time. <laughs> Then I bought a copy of Auto Trader. I found a fantastic deal on a car, an excellent loan, and in no time at all, I'm on the road. I can't understand how I did without one. Auto Trader is chock a block with ways to help you afford a car, as well as. I mean, 
the voice is car. car. I mean, he's, the way he says car is just horrible. Car. And also, this other person is like, it's as if he's never known about the concept of a car. And I, I, I got this magazine, and it turns out cars are really good. <laughs> I can't understand how I did without one. Auto traders chock a block with ways to help you afford a car, as well as advice, insurance yeah. offers, and all the kit you'll ever want or need for your car. Get this week's copy of Auto Trader, or get connected to our website on www.autotrader.co.uk and see for yourself how easy it is to own the car you want. Trouble is, Auto Trader also have a big section of accessories, and how I'm spending all the time and money I've saved adding flashy bits to my car. Oh well. It's an Auto Trader, great! <laughs> get a copy, get a car, get a life. <laughs> Insulting your potential audience at the end. God, get a life. Get a life, you losers. I wanted to save time and money, so I got a copy of Auto Trader magazine. They helped me save loads of time and money. So that was the first point of the advert. Hooray, job done. And then the second bit is, but now Auto Trader's recommending all this stuff that I don't really need, all these flashy bits for my car. So now I'm spending loads of time and money. <laughs> then he just goes, ah, oh, well. Is an Auto Trader great? It's like, no, you've kind of defeated the whole point. The adverts contradicted each other. Get a life. Ruddy traffic drives me bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> no one talks ruddy. like that. I love that. Ah, this ruddy traffic drives me bonkers. Ah, do lally, let me tell you, for crying out loud. Absolutely livid. I'll stone the crows. Come on. Ruddy traffic drives me bonkers. Oh, Lord's a lord. Oh, for goodness sake. Hi, Timothy. Oh, for goodness sake. Excuse me. Traffic. Doesn't it wind you up? Well, yes, but then I mean... imagine you're... slipping into a steaming bath of Bubble King Bubble Bath. Yes. It... <laughs> <laughs> right. he just got into her car? So some blogs, so at the moment, she was, a really, she was really annoyed about the yeah. traffic. I mean, so much so that she was using words like... Ruddy. Ruddy, and for goodness sake. <laughs> it was driving her bonkers. Some bloke just gets into a car. Excuse and the me. First, she says, Excuse me. Yeah. But the first thing is, he the way he starts, he sort of makes this horrible noise, like he's kind of blowing her a kiss or something. He sort of Excuse me. Traffic. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Before he's even spoken, he comes across as a bit of a pervert. She's quite understandably shocked by this. Someone gets in your car, goes, First, he doesn't acknowledge how weird it is, but then he suddenly just goes, Imagine slipping into a, a nice bubbly bath. Like, you'd be like, no, you pervert, get out. I'm, but she, rather than going, what the hell are you doing, you pervert, goes, I, was like, I think this is how Mary would respond. Oh, what are you doing in my car? <laughs> Imagine slipping into a bath. You're completely naked. <laughs> yes. Talk to me more. Doesn't it wind you up? Well, yes, but and I mean... Imagine you... slipping into a steaming bath of Bubble King Bubble Bath. Yes. It has a soothing combination of jojoba, oh, mint, jojoba. cardamom, oh, lavender mm, and pine. Yes, so oh, lovely. It's just what I need. And there we are. Did he get out of the car and leave? He's got the car. Told her about the <laughs> so that's it. Bar. Yeah, nothing at all. No acknowledgement that's of the weirdness really or odd. anything. Do you know what ho ho is? Is it a berry of some mm-hmm. sort? I don't know. And finally, Ellie. Yeah. This weird advert. Excuse me, mate, do you know where PMB is? Where who is PMB? You know PMB? Oh, PMB, yes. Continue up the road to the roundabout. Turn right. It's about 200 yards on your right. You can't be there. Cheers, man. So... What? Someone's asking for directions y
Yeah. The first odd thing is the fact that the guy who is giving the directions hasn't thought to turn his music down, which is really loud, but also... Excuse me, mate, do you know where PMB is? Where who is PMB? Where who is? You would never... Why, why where who? Because if you're asking for directions, you're asking for directions for a place, aren't you? Yeah, as opposed to, do you know where Phil is? You don't know, yeah, exactly. You never say, do you know where... So why would you say where who? Like, how many people have directions to a person? Go right to the roundabout, turn right, it's about 200 yards on your right, you can't miss it. Cheers, man! Yeah, PMB. Continue up the road to the roundabout. Turn right. It's about 200 yards on your right. You can't be sick. Oh, so he hasn't. He hasn't moved. Yeah, so he's... He's so in the same he's spot. He's sitting in his garden, say, with his, his music block. Well, I don't know. Why is he by the side of the road for people to be... I think it's unlikely anyway, that he's, he's got his... He's in the garden. Well, he's... I'm okay, not getting so that, he's to somewhere be on a public highway blasting out music. Yeah. And people are screeching up to him to they ask... They screech up to him... Out of all the people that they could ask, he screeches him, he's got his catchers, where who is? Because even though yeah. the last person was looking for a place, he yeah. still hasn't thought, oh, because why I said where who is, he's done it again. He's still not turned his music down, he's on the same song, so yeah. that suggests that either he loves this song so much, maybe it's one of Dave Lambert's mixes, uh-huh. I don't know, or this has happened within 30 seconds of each other. He's saying the same thing each time, where who is? And then the guy goes, PMB, you yeah. know, PMB, so they're saying the same thing. This is another Unless character. Unless this is a code. Oh. Unless Unless there's some sort of secret, yeah. like maybe PMB is a weird club. No, maybe it's a like a drugs thing or something. Yeah. Or a, maybe it's an advert for dogging. <laughs> Do you know where PMB is? Where who is? You know, PMB. PMB. Oh, oh yes, PMB. Continue up the road to the roundabout. Turn right. It's about 200 yards on your right. You can't be sick. Thank you. I wouldn't want to go anywhere where she is. Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me, mate, do you know where PMB is? Where who is? Oh, he's done it again! Oh, my God. <laughs> it's definitely a drug deal, isn't it? Because he's, he's saying the same thing. You've as, got to stick the script. Yeah. Where who is, sorry? As long as he says where who, you know you're asking the yeah. right person for the deal. Exactly. Well, we'll find out what the advert is for, surely. Oh. We'll find out what PMB is, because, you know, you wouldn't do an advert and then not say what PMB was, would you? Oh. Excuse me, mate, do you know where PMB is? Where who is? PMB. Yeah, continue up the road to the roundabout, turn right. At least this one didn't say, you know, PMB. It's about 200 yards on your right. You can't miss it. You're the third person to ask where PMB is today. Thanks, mate. PMB sounds like quite a place. Scion! <laughs> so this guy... Who's been given the directions to PMB doesn't even know what PMB is. He just goes, huh, PMB? Well, sounds like quite the place, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the advert. What? It's not even. So it doesn't tell you what PMB what? is? Right, okay, so this is a local tea side. Yeah, that's Google. Who is PMB? And it's somewhere near a roundabout. Yeah. Oh, prompt vehicle repairs by PMB Autos in Cleveland. Hang on, so these people have all got problems with their car. Well, that's why it's screeching so much. So it's either that or PMB Plumbing and Heating in Stockton. <laughs> well, it sounds like quite the place. It's well, a... there's a Middlesbrough PMB Auto, so it could be anything. Yeah, there's so that's three the different thing. companies in Teesside 
21 years. Do you think they've gone splits or something? It's like, we're all called PMB. The plumbing and the eating company. We've got two garages called PMB. I can't afford an advert. Can you afford an advert? No, no, no I can't, mate. Right, why don't we just go in together? Oh, yeah? We've got an advert that'll deal with that. Three people, three different cars, say the same thing. They all want to go to PMB. Leave the listeners to look it up. And if they need plumbing done, they can go to there. If they need a garage and they're in Stockton, they go to that one. If they're in the garage and they're in Middlesbrough, they go to that one. Perfect. That sounds perfect. So weird. Get a life. News. So Ellie, what's going on with the potatoes? I haven't really been since I've got back into the gigging. I haven't really been thinking about potatoes. Have you not? No. So what's been going on? Well, I've been watering them. Right. And I've put them outside for the last few days because it's been quite nice. And I think we should maybe harvest the original potato sack. Oh. I think so, this might be the time because I've just looked at it and the first time we put it on Instagram was February, which is right. when we were like buying them. So I think we started sowing the potatoes at the start of March and also the leaves are starting to look a little bit sad and like they're dying off. So maybe mm-hmm. this is time for potato harvesting, but so does I that don't mean... know because I'm not a potato expert. We take a picture of them. We can put it on Instagram for any potato aficionados. So that means next week's potato news is going to be extra special because it was will be the first time that we taste the potatoes. Yeah. That's coming up next week on Potato News. News, but talking of tasting, it's time to taste our first tea in the category of cold brew teas. It's time for Herbal Tea of the Week. The teas. That's right, Graham. The teas. <laughs> the black teas. The cold teas. The cold teas, indeed. That's what we're focusing on right now. Thank you very much, Graham Miles there. Give us a bit of an appraisal here, what we're dealing with over the so next few we weeks. we have got a container that has been given to us by Liam, who did the music for this podcast. And He's my brother. He is your brother. He and heavy. <laughs> and she is quite he heavy. Is quite- It's much bigger than you. It's very tall. It's a litre container and it's got a filter in it. So you just put the loose tea leaves into the container and then you can either add hot water two inches deep to start brewing the tea or you can just do it with cold water, put it in the fridge for 24 hours at least, and your tea's ready to go. I mentioned that there is going to be a little bit of a twist. Well, actually, it's more of a reversion. Rather controversially last time, we added a new category from when we've done Herbal Tea of the Week on previous podcasts. That was the category of description. Mm. And it caused a lot of controversy because people said, well, well, in fact, the tea that won didn't get massively high on taste, taste. did it, no. and, and smell. It was the description that meant that that tea pulled ahead. And after a bit of thought about this while we enjoy the descriptions and we'll continue to read the descriptions out perhaps i don't feel we should judge on description carl will be very pleased about this yeah because uh actually i realize it's kind of just acquiescing to propaganda 
Yeah. Because they're saying what the tea is and they're giving it all this flowery language. And the thing is, it's like, well, we'll be the judge of that. Mm. And I'm almost rewarding that propaganda machine. So I don't want to be a part of that. And I apologise that we we went down that rabbit hole. Um, Oh, God, what were you doing with the rabbits, David? Oh, dear. Let's have our first tea. What have we got? We have got a hoogly tea, a white tea with apricot. Oh. But I don't have the thing in front of me, so we need to go and collect the teas. Okay. Ellie's going to go into the kitchen. Ooh. Are you a bit, uh, bit soily? A little bit, but it's all yeah. right. We will. It's all right. After this, this Matt, you can be. You can go into a steaming bubble bath of oh, no, hobo. Oh, yeah, hobo. No hobo. That's the cheaper version. That's that. You don't want a hobo, to be honest. It's not very nice. It's just bathing in warm special brew. Hobo. Anyway, talking of special brews, let's see what this brew has to offer. This is our first herbal tea in the cold brew category, and we're going to rate it for smell and taste. Now, smell is going to be interesting because when it's hot, it gives off more of a smell because the steam rises and that you get more of a smell. When it's cold, I don't know if that's going to happen. So we might find ourselves in interesting territory where we find that there's not really much of a smell going on. So it may just be, heaven forfend, taste. You might be able to hear Ellie is coming back into the room. There is the sound of clinking. It's her false leg. That's the sound of Ellie with her mugs. This is weird because we don't normally do a tea review in the studio. Well, that's the thing because we don't need a kettle. We can review the teas here. So it does mean that I have to plan ahead. Yes, which is something we're not used to on the podcast. We're not used to. So I've got two glasses here. Oh, I've just suddenly thought, you know what we could use for the jingle? Though we don't want to really use too much copyright material, but Dido. Uh, Did she go, my tea's gone cold? Yeah. Is that what she says? Tea's gone cold. cold. I wonder why. And I'll say, I know why. Because it's Herbal Tea of the Ah. Week, cold brew special, Dido. Yeah. That'll be nice and catchy. There we Um, go. All right, look forward to that next week, if we remember. um, We don't plan ahead. We're planning ahead now. My goodness, we're planning (laughs) next week. A subtle, complex blend of the downy young leaves and buds of the Chinese Pai Mu Dan white peony, white tea, and crisp green tea, Drenched in sunny, ripe, soft stone fruit flavours. A truly elegant accompaniment to afternoon tea. And it's made up of Chinese Sencha green tea, Chinese pie moo dun white tea, freeze-dried apricot and... Dan natural... white tea? I think, yeah. he was on, I think he was on after Dave Lambert, actually. <laughs> and natural flavouring. So this has been brewing for about a day. OK. And I'm going to pour it. There are ice cubes in the glasses. There we go. Are you ready? So, I'm smell. Ready. This okay. is going to be interesting. I, I mentioned that, yeah, okay, but that cool. you might not get as much of a smell, but we'll no, see. No, because normally it comes from the heat, doesn't well, it? Yeah. To be honest, I think we might have to ditch the smell category. There's nothing, is there? There is a little bit of a, a fruity anything. tang, but mostly not. I think it's just going to have to be taste. Yeah. Okay, Carl. He's, now Carl's going to be absolutely livid. You've, <laughs> you, take, you give it one hand and you take with the other, David. We're going to give it a taste now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I like it. I'm a big fan of cold mm. brew teas. It's very light and refreshing, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, it's got 
I tell you what, it has got. I used to drink wheatgrass, <laughs> which isn't necessarily an <laughs> endorsement of this. If you've ever had wheatgrass, it's not particularly nice. It's kind of got a quality of that about it, but more subtle and nice. Mm. I don't know if this is, but it, it seems like a very healthy flavour. Oh, it's lovely. It's and especially so it's a hot refreshing. Day. It's not really sweet. No. It's just very refreshing. There's a kind of element of wheatgrass, if you've had wheatgrass before, but imagine wheatgrass, but then really torn it down. You know when you have some cucumber water? Yeah. It's like... It's got that kind of it lightness is. and refreshingness. I don't feel like it's... And I don't know if this is a bad thing, but it doesn't. it's not, like, replete with flavour or anything like that. And I think it's falling victim slightly to being the first one because mm. I've got this idea if I go too high, then, then it doesn't do give as much that? wiggle room, especially bearing in mind we're only viewing it on taste. Mm. So I'm going to go for a seven, which I think yeah. is very strong. But I feel like if we're going to give a tea, like a massively high number, a higher than a seven, it's going to have to have, I don't know, it's got to have like flavours and set my tongue on edge or do something different. Whereas that is just a lovely, mm. a lovely tea. And we've not had white tea before, have we? So no, this is we quite haven't. interesting. Oh, um, so nice. Seven is a very good score. Yeah, I'd but say. I'm mindful of the fact that we need to leave room. Yeah. But I'm going to use that as my benchmark and I'm going to go, if I'm giving the other one an eight, what has that got that the other one hasn't? Mm. So I'll be keeping that one in mind at all times. Ellie, what are okay, you thinking? so you're going to seven. I'm happy with a seven. Fourteen. Yeah. It's a good start. It's a it's a reasonably strong start. I think mm. there are going to be teas that score higher. I mean, there's probably going to be teas that score lower. It's a, it's a good tea. Sing it, Benny. I was doing someone else's podcast this week. Yeah. It's called the Staff Room Podcast, and it's presented by the wonderful comedian and teacher. I don't know if he's a wonderful teacher, but he's a wonderful <laughs> comedian, Harry Staccini. If you want to find that, then, you know, we you know what to do. Google it, Staff Room Podcast. We have shared it on... Where? Who is? A Staff Room <laughs> Podcast. You know, Staff Room Podcast. Oh, yeah. We have shared it on your Instagram. And it's on all the other social media things as well. Yeah. Talking of which, don't call Ellie a witch. At the David Eagle on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And get yourself tickets. <laughs> what? We never give out my uh, social media thing, but that's all right. <laughs> well, that suggests very much as if you want... Do you want people to be following you, Ellie? Oh, what can not, they expect? Not Tell us what they... Well, what, on, on what my personal Instagram page, you can see a lot of the meals that we eat. Pictures of <laughs> shoes that I've bought... Things that I might have made, random animals in the park. Oh, goodness. I didn't know you, I didn't know you were taking photos. Oh. <laughs> well, just between me and just between me and Fido. I need a dossier, David, just in case in years to come. Mary's on it now. There's bread, there's tights, there's all sorts. I got bread, I got tights, I got pig iron. <laughs> How do we find you, Ellie? Okay, I am over hills and far away. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week with a, a very multifaceted edition of the David Eagle podcast. Till then, from me, David Eagle. And me, Ellie Skinner. Goodbye. Bye. And get a life. <laughs> <laughs>